This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your attention, please. It's time for Last Call. Behind the scenes and candid conversation from A's baseball. That's going to be gone, and it's back to back to back. You believe that? To mic'd up memories, to industry insights, and after dark illumination of our national pastime. Here's Amelia Schimmel and Jessica Kleinschmidt. All right, welcome back to Last back. Call. Jessica Kleinschmidt here with Amelia Schimmel. We're going to cheers. Yeah. Uh, we have, we're we're going to do better. We're, we're going to do little, that again. We're, no, we're a little full. We're a little full. Yeah, that's true. We've got some tequila. I've got some tequila and ice, so that doesn't lend itself to a good glass clink. Yeah, it smells really good, though. It smells, it tastes great. It's infused with jalapenos. It's It drinks like water, so yeah. probably watch out. Yeah. yeah, it's infused with jalapenos, yeah. So it's like you want to get drunk and spicy at the same time <laughs> smooth it's smooth um the a's were not smooth tonight not smooth they did they lost a very it's very challenging game overall 10 to 2 loss to the mariners and you know what at, as the game ended i looked over to somebody who i will not name and said can we have any are there any positives to take away from that and immediately i, I thought no but <laughs> immediately no ever the optimist jessica well i just i don't like when people are like (laughs) fake about when the game's bad the game's bad yeah you're right but you know what i was thinking of was i've been really impressed with the way that david mckinnon has been handling himself defensively at first base those were impressive plays yeah and even you know stretching into a couple like literally stretching and we saw the way that he was able to get some of those plays at first and you know do the splits on on the ground and some of those great plays at first like just defensively and just overall heads up plays um and I do have a hair flip request coming his way soon <laughs> doesn't he look a little bit like Noah Syndergaard I I think he looks like an off-brand Noah Syndergaard yeah. off-brand yeah um so Justin our producer showed me a shot of them because they were both on the angels together they did sitting in the dugout yeah. yeah I hadn't seen that before and it was uncanny yeah it's scary how much they look alike and then to the point where I'll, he's obviously wearing green right now. I'm like, you should be in red at this moment or obviously, you know. No, but we're glad he's wearing green now. Yeah. We're glad because yeah. he makes plays. But here's the thing. Like when he was claimed off of waivers, I got a couple text messages saying like, I can't believe that he was DFA'd mm-hmm. by the angels because he's so good. So I'm, I'm hoping his back kind of comes around um, and we can hope for that as, as time goes on because tonight was just a really tough game offensively. And we even talked to Cole Irvin and you mentioned it. Like it wasn't, the numbers don't, well, you said it wasn't a bad outing. We talked to Mark Kotze and he said the numbers don't really characterize how it went. He had a tough inning. Eugenio Suarez owned him. And it was really interesting because we had the post-game talk with him and he said, you know, I had dead arm. And 
I didn't, I appreciate how candid he was and Cole Irvin is very much a candid guy, but I asked him that happened heading into the game or as time went on or as the frames went on. And he said, it, heading into the game, it almost felt like I, I've never thrown a baseball before. Whoa. So imagine like that's your job, right? Yeah. And you feel funky and you have to go and do it. And that happens to us all the time. It happens all the time. There's some days that you just, I don't know, wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you're like, yeah. I get tongue tied and I can't say any words yes. and you're just, you just don't feel like yourself. So I get that. I think the dead arm thing for sure. I, we're getting at the point of the season. People forget there was a lockout. There was time that people didn't know when they were going to start playing baseball. They didn't know necessarily that they should be training in the same way that they did in previous years. So it's probably to be expected at this point in the season that some people are going to feel some fatigue. So not super worried about that, but um, hopefully we hear his walkout song over and over again, his next time in the rage oh, rotation yeah. because I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, for sure. And for him though, it was really like you mentioned that and I forget like how late we kind of are in the season. Like we're in postseason yeah. talks, everything like that. And just like the sense of it too. It's we're kind of going through the motions at this point. And especially with this team, we're still figuring out the rotation as it stands at the moment and all of that. But, but I, like you said, it's weird to feel like we're late in the season right now. I kind of feel like we're still towards the beginning of the season, but then I had some pumpkin spice Milano's today and everybody was like, it's not fall yet. And I'm like, wait, it's almost fall. I feel like when time do be flying. When you live out here, though, it's it's iffy. In Reno, in yeah. Reno, like the the weather is like boom, it's a new season. Yeah. Here, it's like eh, it's been nice and warm. It but has. yeah, so Cole Irvin, some tough luck in the first couple innings, but then Eugenio Suarez, uh, yeah, got to him a couple times. Um, let's talk about the pregame festivities. There's a lot going on. I wasn't a part of any of it, but talk about what went down in the tr- the treehouse today. So the treehouse was rocking. This was the second time that I have hosted bingo there. And I had so much fun. The first time was fantastic, but I feel like it was our first time. People didn't really know that it was happening yet. So people started to file in, you know, it started about four 30, but by five 30 or so everybody was in there. Now it was packed. Today was packed. It, there was the point when we had to go get more bingo cards and highlighters and stuff. Um, my mom was in there with her friends and she was, let's just say a couple Sauvignon Blancs deep. (laughs) Um, well, a little bit more about that after, but the point is it was fantastic. Um, so I was calling out bingo and we're going to try to do this a lot of Friday, Friday nights now where we kind of do other fun things in the treehouse, whether it's bingo or trivia, we have a DJ there and there's cornhole, there's drink specials. Um, so we're getting this going, we're getting in the rhythm for it. And, um, we had Cal Stevenson come up and call bingo for a little bit, which was awesome. He just showed up next to me yeah. and I'm like, oh, hey guys, here's our outfielder. He's going to call bingo right now. And then Dallas came in and he did a couple games of bingo too, which is like, how cool is it that you just, you know, you're there, you think you're just playing bingo. And then all of a sudden a guy who threw a perfect game is there. And Cal told me a bingo was actually called while he was doing the the numbers. Oh yeah. 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 He must be lucky. I don't know. But yeah. And Cal's a local guy, right? Mm-hmm. Fremont. So that was really cool. There's still um, those those friends of his in the stands with the Cal Stevenson banners and stuff. Never, the shirtless dudes never, were back. I never saw it fully say Cal Stevenson at all. Today. It's all yeah. It's always like Cal I saw Benson. I saw Cal so, Steen. Cal's Cal Steen. So um, I don't know if maybe they were his pals in his um, English class or anything like that. But 
spelling was not their forte. Yeah. Um, and maybe like half of them were getting beers or something during, it's hard to tell because he came in and pinch hit late, it, right? Your so, name's Cal Stevenson. That is a lot of friends and a lot of supportive guys who, you know, have to be committed to that. I don't have enough friends for an Amelia Schimmel. <laughs> my, my name's my Jessica Kleinschmidt. <laughs> my four friends <laughs> came for my birthday, but the Amelia Schimmel ain't going to happen. Yeah. We're having like the initials for our people. Like we're, yeah. I have a J and Shimmy. a K. I, yeah. I have a Jimmy and Schmitty. I just have a J. <laughs> just a JK. I'm just going to have a JK. And then they still probably will like leave in the middle of, of the game because they're <laughs> to get more beer Um, I was really excited for an interview that I did and when a part of it went on heading into the game for the pregame show Jonathan Papelbon um yeah a multi all-star select um a guy who was very candid and we talked about you know Tatish Jr and the positive steroid test and I actually asked him you know obviously the A's face the Astros I said would you be more pissed if you were throwing to a guy who was for sure taking steroids or a guy who knew what you were throwing. Yeah. And he said, everybody's stealing, everybody's stealing signs. It's fine. So wow. he'd rather, he's like, I'd rather throw the PED user. And, and he even mentioned I, people, people said, well, he played with David Ortiz and he made sure to talk about that. Like he wasn't oblivious to what was going on mm-hmm. and all of that. But I will say shout out to Cody Elias because he had to spend a good 20, 25 minutes <laughs> bleeping out a lot of cuss words <laughs> from that Papelbon interview. Censor boy. By the way, um, speaking of inappropriate language and inappropriate behavior, I, I did mention, I did allude to the fact that my mom was almost drunk at bingo. And when she showed up with her friends or whatever, she was like dancing. There was no music, but she was dancing. And we, I had a couple people come up to us and forgive me if I, I couldn't hear her name. I think it was Nicole and the, the man that she was with, whether it was her husband, boyfriend, friend, whatever, they were so sweet. They said, we listen to your show and we love it. So thank you. Shout out to you guys. It was so nice to meet you guys today. And my mom happened to be standing next to them and they go, I said, oh, this is my mom right here. You know, she's the one inappropriately coming up to me after a couple Sauvignon Blancs or whatever, like hugging and stuff. And they were like, oh, nice to meet you, mom. You know, actually, I think Amelia talks about you with Jess in the podcast. And she's like, what? I'm like, oh, yeah, my mom doesn't listen to her show. (laughs) So, mom, I'm talking about you on the podcast. Now you got to listen to it. Um, They thought it was hilarious that, like, she hasn't even listened to it yet. So here we are. Hi, mom. Um, so heading into the game, it was interesting because we, we got, um, a call up today, Norhe, Norhe, not, not Norge, not Norge. Norge. Um, and it was interesting. There was a situation that kind, that kind of took place. And when it comes to these pronunciations, you want to make sure that you're on it. Yeah. So Norhe Ruiz got his call up and he also made his major league debut out of the bullpen and heading into it though one of our colleagues was told and actually Norhe introduced himself as as norge as norge so and it's an important person he was introducing himself to so we were just skipping around going along with our day thinking his name was norge (laughs) Until Manolo, we've been living a lie. Yeah, Manolo Dwin said, "No, it's Norhe." That's what I thought, and that's what we all thought. So there was a little bit of pronunciation drama, and then finally Melissa Bevan 
found him, tracked him down, recorded it. And so we were all taken care of for that. So it is Norhe and he did make his major league debut. Yeah. When he came in, I said Norhe. So great. Because if I had said Norge, oh my God, that would have sounded weird. Oh my gosh. I would have. You know, there's a lot of trust that you put in people when they tell you what a pronunciation is, if it's not from the person themselves. And so I was just like, okay, I guess it's Norge then. And then I found out, thank you Mm -hmm. for making sure that you got the correct pronunciation. I will say, I love being able to text you like the pronunciations the way I do. Cause like if I'm sitting next to the PR people and there is an issue with the pronunciation, I make sure I ask the right people. Yeah. And, you know, the Minnesota Twins do a really good job of talking to, you know, the Latin players and names that you may not be familiar with. And they just record them saying yeah, it. And I they, think that's they tweet it out, you know, just because of that. But it's not like an Eric Chavez thing where his name changes all the time. Wasn't his name Chavez for my entire youth? Here's the thing. Like Chavez it Ravine. Was, it was until he started being told Chavez Ravine. Yeah. And then he changed it back to Chavez. And it's kind of like, you know how I introduced myself as Jess and Jessica, like depending on my yeah, mood. Or Jessica, or if you're Jessica. mispronouncing GIF. And it was one of those things where he was- Or Barbara, if yeah. had a couple more And he drink. was, it was one of those things where he was um, introducing it. Now I forgot what I was going to say. Um, no, he was introducing himself as Chavez and then Chavez. Yeah. And then he would do it back and forth. Yeah. So it was just kind of like one of those things. I thought that I like my entire life. I was like, what? wasn't I saying Chavez? Was I saying it for the wrong reasons? He, and, then, and it's not on you. Cause the joke is, is he doesn't even know how to pronounce it. Yeah. I sat there with uncle, uncle Mike Aldretti. He knows yeah. he doesn't know Uh Vimeo machine who knows he's got his own pronunciations. Yeah. He thought it was a certain way. And then finally Aldretti said, oh no, he doesn't even really know. Well, I let a woman call me Amanda for like six years at MLB Network. Some people, sometimes you I just... corrected her for the first two times. Yeah. But then it was clear that she was never going to get it. So Amanda, I became. Yes. And um, here we are. And heading into the game, of course, it was Shay Langlier's MLB debut with the A's today. Mm, or, in, or, yeah. in Oakland, right. I should say. And you were a little bit nervous to how to pronunciate. Yeah. So I basically... You know, it's not, it's not like one-to-one when you're announcing a guy's name in your car and just practicing it or in your house or whatever, it's different on the microphone. So I asked you like what you thought I should do, like those one word, one syllable names, like Shay, like Seth Brown, I have so much trouble with, and everybody makes fun of me in the control room because I'm always like, Brown, it sounds horrible and I need to fix it, but I don't know what to do in order to give it the oomph that I want to give it. So Shay Langoliers. I think it went pretty well the first time. I know it's not about me. It's about him. But I got kind of pissed off because right after I announced him, there was a play before that was kind of questionable. And then the umpires convened right after I announced Shay. And I was like, guys, this is his moment right here. We just announced him, you know, like, let's get the crowd cheer. But then it was some confusion as to whether like there was going to be a replay or not. And then the second time through, we had a guest PA announcer, which is always fun to have a guest PA announcer but not when it's like a guy who's making his second at bat in Oakland and you kind of like, you know, and it, of course it laid out yeah. where Langoliers was batting, like his first yes. batter. So our guest PA announcer, great job rolling with the punches. That's always fun. But um, I, I really like David McKinnon too. I thought was, was really fun to announce him. That was the first time announcing him. But one thing that is sad for me is I won't be able to say, oh, yeah although when he visits maybe I'll give him one yeah good one pour one out for Elvis Andrews um 
and Vimeo Machine actually practiced with Elvis Andrus's glove today, mm. and it was gifted to him by Elvis. I'm not sure if it was what he was exiting, but you I was the queen of the segue. I tell you, I tell you. Oh tell my you. god! But I, I did want to go. Unfortunately, not unfortunately, but, yeah. but going back to Shay Langlier's, I want to say I loved the announcement. You did a really good job, Thank but you. also his walk-up song "Ride with Me." Yep. First of all, how old was he when that came out? He probably wasn't born yet. But here's the thing, the part where they play it yeah. is where they talk about the illegal Colombian Bam Bam <laughs> and weed. Sorry, what now? <laughs> well, he chooses the part of the song where it's like, I don't That's know. That's fine, yeah. but like, I didn't know that it was like- Well, typically lot. the players will choose, they'll say like, okay, I want this song and I want you to start at 13 seconds in or whatever. And some don't really care and then they'll start at the beginning. But there's been times where like, they literally can't do that because it's like a bad part of the song. Right. Well, um, when Chris Bassett first had a song that he asked us about, it was a word in Spanish that was very clearly explicit. And the name of the song was that. And we were like, are you sure you want this? Yeah. And then we went for it. Yeah. But um, yeah, we got to we got to keep it clean on those songs. But I love I appreciate also Jonah Bride's song. Uh, what Ballin. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's the name of the song. I think it's like We Fly High or yeah. whatever. But anyways, big fan of the throwbacks which shouldn't even be called throwbacks because they were like, they're still kind of my, my, right. my era, and, and then, our era. And David McKinnon, it was Return of the Mac, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, gosh, you know what? They don't make songs the way they used they to. They really don't. They really don't. I am so glad that there are songs that I, A, I actually know. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I feel like there's times where you're going and it's a group of guys where I don't listen to a lot of, how do I say this? Present day rap. Yeah. I don't, I'm not in tune with that scene at Cause all. Cause it's not as good as our, yeah. the stuff we grew up with. And you know, there's it's just not, and there's, sorry. you know, Martin Gallegos, the MLB.com A's beat reporter. Um, if you've heard of him, he knows all the songs before we, they even play. Yeah. This is, I think the first time we're mentioning, I've, him. I've never talked about him until this moment. <laughs> um, and speaking of moment, a terrible moment that happened, there was a in-game ballpark proposal. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, something horrible. <laughs> yeah, it did. Why did I say horrible? Horrible. Something, horrible. Excuse me. Something horrible did happen. Something horrible. So horrible. And I remember it was in slow motion. I saw them talking and I was like, nope, nope. And I always joke when an in-game ballpark proposal takes place, mm -hmm. marriage, by the way. And I... I'll grab my purse, be like, I'm, I'm out, I'm out. So my, my this friend, Jen, different. yeah, my friend, Jen Mueller, she of course is a sideline reporter for the Mariners. Like everybody's laughing because like, they know how uncomfortable I am, mm -hmm. but this was not only just a ballpark proposal, but it was a lot. So this guy <laughs> was like pumping up the crowd, which I do somewhat appreciate and all of that, but he got on his knee and proposed to her and he, the, the ring was facing himself. Yeah. A Tiffany's box, which that still gives you one more point. And he was facing it himself. And then Stomper standing, standing there. It wasn't even Stomper full, full, like full Stomper. It was from like the waist down of Stomper. <laughs> okay. So mind you, the crowd was into it, but they also weren't. The, okay. Well, we didn't know it was so we were doing a Southwest feature, right? So it's like, you know, how many miles to this destination, which was a Great tie into hey, you could go there on your honeymoon kind of thing because it's an it's a great number of if miles she says that we give away. yes. If she says yes, and I always get that like, oh my God, is she gonna say yes? This guy was hyping up the crowd. I've never seen anything like it. And by the way, I will add, I don't, I'm not anti-ballpark proposal. I'm just sometimes worried that like whoever's being proposed to 
is not as a big a fan of ball ballpark proposals as the person that is proposing. But if two of them are really big A's fans and this is like cool for both of them, then I think it's great. Like, I think it's fine. Like if someone wants to propose to me at an A's game, I'll be okay with it. I'm putting that out there right now. <laughs> okay. I had to lean in for effect. If anyone out there, <laughs> mom, if you're listening, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a husband right now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so basically I don't, I don't hate the ballpark proposal. Um, I think that that one was different because I've never seen anyone hype up the crowd the way this guy did. Which leans into- He counted down yeah. to opening the ring box. And it leans into why ballpark proposals are a sham. He did that for everybody else besides his fiance. I won't disagree with you there. Mm -hmm. I feel like the two of them must have known what was up. I want to say that like he had maybe already proposed to her somewhere okay, else. Okay, so then also another show. And then this, and then they did another a victory lap. Wait, but did you know they did a victory lap like around the ballpark high-fiving people? Why? I hate this so freaking much. <laughs> Let them have their moment. I didn't, I didn't think I could hate it. I'm not going to lie on the podcast and say it was a wonderful moment. I hate lying about that I can't that wait till someone proposes to you. At the, Matthew at the for sure is going to troll me and propose to me at a freaking baseball game <laughs> to the point where Erica and uncle Mark behind me said, we're going to give Matthew the monetary amounts of what it costs to do yeah. this. And Matthew goes like, I don't already know. We're going to make sure that Stomper's bottom half is there for sure. That's and cool. That, <laughs> and that you at least get some Southwest points out of it. If I get a, a, some Southwest points out of it, I'm still saying no. Everyone has, a, every, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Everyone has a price. What, what is it going to take for you to accept a ballpark proposal? How many chicken wings must I stack? Not me, because I'm not proposing to you, but like a person. I mean, no offense. I like I know. would propose I mean, to I mean, you just like. The chicken wing prices have deflated. So I feel like it's a less monetary value there. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like. It would, it would be really romantic if my future husband trolled me to do that because yeah. he knows how much I hate them. That's love. That is That's love. trolling. And maybe did like a, like a nice proposal with your family and a, like a small, I don't know. I don't want to talk about proposals right now. Okay. Well, let's, let's get back to the, the question at hand here, which there's not even a question. It's a comment. This proposal was out of this world. Yes. Uh, I just need to say that the, like. It, there was a lot of screaming and I was also like really worried that we, I wasn't going to be able to announce the the next batter, which happened to be David McKinnon after that, yeah. because the, the clock, the in-between innings clock was dwindling as this proposal went on. Um, and thankfully she said, yes, congrats to the couple. Um, and we got the batter in on time, but wow, it was something. It, it was <laughs> to the point where I looked at my scoreboard or my scorebook, and I was like behind a couple batters. So I was just like, what just happened? <laughs> you were gobsmacked. Well, by the that thing proposal. is, is like Cal Stevenson's family was there. That was embarrassing for them to, <laughs> to watch pure Mitch, love. Mitch Hanniger's family was there. You know, is there wanna... no more romantic place in the Coliseum? I, I mean that without any sarcasm. They did that in front of Jonah Bride. They did that in front of... And if Bride had been the next batter, how awesome would that have been? I could have been like, here comes the bride, y'all. The proposal you just ended, but that. here's the next batter, number seven. I would have walked into the clubhouse and been like, hey, Jonah, I'm so sorry that you had to see that. And here, Amelia, <laughs> lean into it. 
<laughs> and then I would have been like, you should have just sat the bench because you got cold feet. I wish we could take a poll of the team to see how many people were into that proposal versus not. Because yeah. I'm sure they wanted some entertainment. I it wasn't. The I loved how game. cheesy it was. Like like how bad it was. Almost. I'm not going to say it was no. Good. It no. was bad. Uh, okay, and you're entitled to your opinion, but I'm gonna I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna say. Congrats to you guys. That's awesome you guys have some energy and you're gonna have a lovely marriage because you she's are, being so fake right now fun. no you're having fun you're great ace fans and that's oh my what gosh i hate this yeah. episode so much <laughs> it's just so stupid i i like you want me to be real or not I'm you're keep- not being real no i'm keeping it real right now i enjoy ballpark proposals i'm sorry do you really only when the- <laughs> okay so if know. it's done okay if it's done with some actual like thought and planning but i have had people reach out when i was doing the executive producer role i've had people reach out to me like last minute like day before and they were like hey i'm coming to the game tomorrow do you think i can do a proposal i'm like did you not plan this like yeah did you just think today and that tomorrow I mean? you might propose that's also no. that's lazy too. and they were unwilling to like actually do any kind of planning for it they wanted to do, oh like maybe if you can put us on camera maybe if you can put us for the most one of the most important yes. moments of your life see what i mean it's, they're no, making a mockery of love well these people plan this but it's it feels like it feels like they planned they planned it to like but it was already done so it was just like now you're just all right guys if you're listening to this please weigh in on twitter because i need to know if i'm in the minority here um i people get i so respect mad at, your opinion jess people get so mad at me your, on twitter because they're like just let them be happy i'm like cool cynicism. like that's my opinion this is 100 yeah. percent my opinion mm-hmm. i literally i love love and the reason why I get so upset is like, you're pressuring the individual to say yes That's in front of a true. bunch of strangers. That's true. And then you just kind of backed it up. Like, oh, I think we're, I'm just going to propose to them tomorrow. Like whatever, F it, shoot. If anybody's doing a proposal, yes. You should be certain that the person is going to say yes. Don't like, yeah, don't have it be weird for all of us. Okay. You I, know, don't put us through a no. I have another note that was really fun today. Okay. The pregame conversation with Cots. We were talking about Chad Pinder mm-hmm. and the only position he hasn't played is catcher. And Ooh, in his he's, career, he's very Burt Campanaris these days. Yeah. So of course he, he had all positions except for pitcher and catcher. And then he pitched earlier in the season. I think he was our first position player to pitch and Kotze made the joke when Pinder was happened to be in the dugout. And he said, Hey, is this not an option? And Pinder said, no, it's an option. I'll catch. And so if there's a position player pitching, we might see Chad Pinder behind the dish. God, I love that. Because I feel like that's just like a cool thing to do. Like he had his 500th game, which he wasn't even aware that he got it. He like finished the game and looked at his phone. They're like, congratulations. He's like, for what? And he didn't even realize he had had 500 games. And so did Tony Kemp this year. And they are in this with the same agency and good friends. Their wives are good friends too. Well, there you go. And I also- And their wives were not proposed to at the ballpark. So, so they're they, happily, but they spend their livelihood. Yeah, so that's why they're successful. That's, that's <laughs> they're still together. If you don't propose at a ballpark, you might be able to be a major leaguer. Um, Divorce so- rates are up, and that's why. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it, science. Um, so science, because because science. Um, Chad Pinder catching sounds like a lot of fun to me. I do worry a little bit. Like, I feel like that's the last position you should try out if you're just going to be 
doing whatever because your knees. Yeah. Well, he also has some concussion like uh, yeah. history. So they were. He but like you that. said, if it's a p- position player pitching and he's throwing like, you know, poop soup. Or, am I allowed to say that? Or if um, it's like the last game of the season, there's Eve nothing. He's pitching can, like 49 miles per hour. Poop, I like poop, poop soup. soup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of a gross image, but, um, I think that, yeah, I want to see a position player pitching Chad Pinder catching and that we can strike off our season bingo card. That's a callback. That is a bingo. Let's, um, yes, there was bingo and we can end it on the, <laughs> the queen fireworks. Oh my God. Okay. I thought you'd never ask because I am so into queen and I get to, I get the great honor of cutting the fireworks playlist sometimes I, there's a couple that I don't cut including the July 4th which is yeah you get to have, do a little bit of everything but the ones that are I mean I basically like I really really enjoy doing the Bay Area ones um because you know Bay Area hip-hop I love the hyphy music scene but but this one was a first of its kind um can you um imagine how hard it is to cut like nearly seven minutes of Bohemian Rhapsody into about one minute because the whole show is about 15 minutes long and you have to give enough, like Queen has so many hits. So you have to mix it. It's like each song gets maybe one, one and a half minutes. And I always worry because everybody knows every word to Bohemian Rhapsody to a lot of like a lot of the hits. And so you don't want to cut out the best parts. So you have to kind of, you know, select the best stuff from each one. So people can sing along. So I had a really good time doing that. It was difficult, but it was fun. And then I get to listen to the show and watch the time. Oh my God. The timing was so good. Our fireworks team is so good. I'm not for nothing. The A's fireworks are the best fireworks in all of major league baseball. Don't at me. They are. I have been to several different teams, fireworks shows and one team across the Bay. Let's just say it rhymes with science, right? Not as good. Sorry. A's fireworks are better. I don't care what you the think. The best in MLB. Best in MLB. I've seen them in Pittsburgh. I've seen them in Seattle. But she likes she likes ballpark proposals. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, my credibility was kind of shot after the proposals comment, but trust me on the fireworks, guys. Um, because we time them out so well. Say, okay. What about a mix of them yeah. Best. There's something I think. Okay. I don't know if my fireworks terminology is off or not, but I think they those little ones that fire off of Mount Davis. I think they're called gerbs. They're like like little shooty kind of. Yeah. Not shooty babbit, but like shooty kind of like one little light kind of thing. And we time those up to certain like hits in the song, yeah. certain beats in the song. So I turned to Justin at one point during the show and I was like, yo, we need that hot Mount Davis gerb action right now. And we got it. And we got it. I good. bet you told him that. We got, no, no, we got some hot Mount Davis gerb action that hot mount davis gerb action i hope they're called gerbs if not i'm like totally wrong and it's like like ASMR. has no, no relation to gerbil can you stop petting the microphone for a second stop. hot hot ger- <laughs> it was hot so ger- and then the ger- ones action. that rain wait back to the fireworks the ones that rain down are so cool because it was like there were lyrics that actually kind of associated with the type of fireworks they played the smiley faces they went off so thank you to our pyro guys. I love Queen. Oh, and Dallas dressed as Freddie Mercury. So after bingo, I run past Dallas and he's like, hey, I got a question for you. He goes, I'm wearing like tight jeans under my current pants right now. And like, I kind of want a Queen song. If you guys are going to end up like, you know, cutting away at some point to my area, 
I'll dance. And I was like, you're on dude. And so in the seventh inning, we, we played, we will rock you. And Dallas was dressed as Freddie Mercury. And it was insane. It was so cool. It was so cool. And thank you, by the way, for lending me your queen shirt. You're welcome. I, I, got a lot I of worked compliments. really hard today. I gave you my shirt. I got a lot of compliments, but I will say I'm never wearing a midriff, like hat. What are they called? Crop top. Um, crop top. I don't know. I cut I'm it old. into a crop top. Not because like, not because I was like, I'm skinny, but it just like, I like the feel of it a little bit. More. Yeah. I'm not built for crop tops. <laughs> But we did no, our best. I'm not either. I just like say F I, it. I went fat bottom girls tonight with Queen and I had my crop top on and it was uh it was a good time. I'm trying to think what song I went I identified with as a queen. I don't know today. if I don't know if fat bottom well, maybe fat bottom girls. Um you know, don't stop me now. We are the uh we played Radio Gaga. I don't think we played Killer Queen. I feel Radio Gaga is mine because I got Jonathan Papelbon on the radio today. There you That's go. Good. There you go. And I believe Lady Gaga's name is after Radio Gaga by Queen. There it is. So fun fact there. You learned something today, y'all. Science. Science. Um, hopefully. Hot gerb Mount Davis yeah. action. I'm like, I thought it was cute and now I'm grossed out by that. Yeah, I am too. I'm sorry about that, you guys. But we're we're like a little deep into this show and so is the tequila. You're, so. you're hardcore in the tequila. Yeah. Tequila make her <laughs> podcast come off. On that note, <laughs> that was that was I think adjacent to a lyric, right? Yeah, lyric adjacent. <laughs> cool. Well, this is fun. Yeah. Um, let's hope for a win tomorrow. Yeah. I will say Julio Rodriguez is insane, and so is Eugenio mm. Suarez. He's insane. Eugenio Suarez, stop hitting homers against us. Yeah. If you could just sincerely, like, Amelia and Jess, can you just like not? Just don't. Just, just like, like don't. The opposite of what you did tonight. Can you do that yeah. tomorrow? And the rest of the times you play the ace. Yeah. Like do it against somebody else. Totally. All right. Well, cheers. Yeah, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go. Yeah, I'm gonna let you go. That was a good cheers. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go. Let you go. This is the last call. Last call. Last Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.